Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 160. What's that? What are you doing? Just me down there. Why? You've been in car for ages. You could have done that before we started. <laughs> Stop bloody rustling. Anyway, hello, it's uh, it's uh, episode 165 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, the podcast, broadcasting live from the capital, London. London. London, baby. It's, uh, well, over there you've got Admiral Laura. Hello. Over here you've got Seaman Smedley. <laughs> I'm saying that because we're in the shipping bit, aren't we? We're in Greenwich. Greenwich with the Cutty Sark. Cutty Sark. Now, we've just gone down to the Thames, which mm-hmm. is a big river. If you don't know it, think about beginning EastEnders. It's the one. Yeah. So we're not beginning EastEnders. Um, we've just walked down because our little cottage that we're staying in is but minutes away. Yes. It's just round corner. Very cute. From the, from the, the little pub called the Cutty Sark and the actual Cutty Sark's just up road. Yeah. We love it here. Don't we love it? Yeah, I think I like it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's, uh, well, I think it's like the rest of London. One street can be absolutely beautiful and the next you're like, where am I? So we're sitting behind our little two up, two down cottage that we've Airbnb'd for a week. In front of us, there is a mysterious, you know, somebody might be able to help us out here because I've not Googled it because I'm too lazy. There's a mysterious factory with four big chimneys, a bit like Battersea Power Station. Is this the one that we think is a bakery? Well, no, there's a bakery around there, but there's no way 
what bakery could be that big? It's huge. It's got four brick chimneys. It's right on the Thames and it's got a pier, like a raw iron pier that goes out into the Thames. You know, so I don't, I don't even, I've never seen any smoke coming out of these chimneys since we've been here. No, uh, no, it doesn't look like, like it's a working chimney. What day is it today? Tuesday. Tuesday the? 15th. 15th. It's my cousin Rianne's birthday. Oh, well, I want to talk about her a little bit anyway, so that's nice. Um, it feels like we've been in London for... Bloody Honestly, ages. <laughs> does it feel like we've been here a month? Oh, yeah, it does. It's... It feels like we've been in London a month. Like, to me, if you said to me, how long have you been here? Genuinely, I'd say two weeks, but it could be longer. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Anyway, we've been here, what, three days? <laughs> <laughs> we've just done so much. I am shattered. Absolutely. Last time we spoke to you, we were down in... The new forest still. That was nice. Uh, yeah, our spot last time was where well, you called it the fingering spot. The, the fingering beach car park at Calshot. Yeah. There'll be people nodding along to that. Right? <laughs> we've never done it down there. Well, I tell you what, we've not done it during our relationship. But when you were younger, who knows what you got up to down there at that beach? Definitely not. Well, if you knew Laura when she was younger... The email address is in the podcast description. <laughs> you, anyway, got up to way worse. Uh, not down there. So we've uh, we came up to London on a bit of a punt, really, didn't we? And we've left a ton of stuff down at your mum and dad's. Yeah. Well, we've come up to basically search for houses. What we didn't realise is just what a bugger that would be. But are we gonna we're gonna go into the houses more on the. Next episode. We might do that in the next one, but we thought, I mean, right, so when we left Dubai, the plan was to literally get back to, we'd hide a car for a week, to get back to England, to drive down to your parents, to drop the girls off and the cat, and to drive straight back up to London and find a house within two days. I mean, we, <laughs> we that's, what, that's what we thought we were going to do. Yeah. If you could go back to those two idiots in that fucking hotel now, what Ugh. would you say to them? Oh, You're I... dreaming, dickheads! Yeah. Because? Well, we took a week to Decompress. Plan. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, and that's not us being lazy. It took a week just to unravel. Yeah. It's, it's been such a stressful time. I just... Yeah. And I still think... It's funny, my mum said to me... Are you excited about going up to London then? I was like, nope. Nope. No. It's, it's, it's just stress. It is pure stress at the minute. So on Friday, what day is it today? Tuesday. On Friday, we get up in the morning and we load the car up. We left the dog, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, me, you, Betsy Pearl, Honey, and a Wimbleway the cat in between them. <laughs> Yes. We said our goodbyes. We, no. We've left Charlie there for, for the meantime. Yeah, we couldn't bring him up. And we set off to London. And if you know driving out of Southampton or driving out of the New Forest, we got as far as Rownham's. Rownham. Rownham's Services. <laughs> a quarter of a mile before Rownham Services. The cat 
does a shit in the back of the car. <laughs> now, no, no, I am is... stressed to Ivan because the cat just meows like an idiot the that, entire time. She hates being in the cat box. But that morning, I had, like, I'd fed her. I tried to feed her early so that she'd go to the toilet. I kept trying to put her in the toilet. I had no idea whether she went or not. Then, literally, the girls were like, oh, my God. Bet oh, she's my God. Going. I can see Paul coming out. I can see Paul coming out. <laughs> and fair play, because honey can go either way. And she was laughing her head off. What do you do, though? The cat has shat in the in her in the, box. Yeah. We're in. We're all in a car, so there's no escape. Thank God we were near Roundham Services. Yeah. I literally just pulled straight in. So stressed out. Honestly, if I don't have a heart attack during one of these episodes. <laughs> so we pull in. You very bravely went in, got the little wampin' nut out, and she's back in the cage meowing her head off. There's terrible traffic as well. Yeah. Poor thing. So it starts sending us on the A road. It takes us off the motorway, the B roads or whatever, around, what's it called, Eastleigh down there. Yeah, Eastleigh, Winchester Way. Yeah, yeah. back roads. And literally five minutes later, <laughs> can, can you smell cat wee? Can you smell cat wee? I mean, this cat never does anything like this publicly. She's done both the dirty protests yep. in about a mile. Oh, she must have been so stressed, poor cat. But, oh, my God, it was so funny. So for the rest of the drive, everyone's just going, I can still smell it. I can still <laughs> smell it. I, because I knew what it was going to be like after driving down with her, with the cat, when we drove down. And I thought to myself, but I was beyond stressed then. Because yeah. we'd been awake for nearly 24 hours. We'd left Dubai... It was all the emotions. And, you know, then we'd we'd driven down and she'd meowed for the two, two and a half hour journey. And I had to switch radio off because I love listening to radio in car. Uh, I switched the radio off and I just had to zone out. And it was, she was in me head. I mean, that's what a cat meow is, isn't it? It gets to get in your head. Yeah. Anyway, on the way up there, I thought, well, I'm refreshed now. I've had breakfast, I'm good, we're going up to London, excited a little bit. No. About halfway there, off goes the radio, and I'm just gripping that still. And I am genuinely thinking, and I and I am a proper animal lover, I will wring that fucking cat's neck if it is sharp. What's <laughs> going out of my head? Oh, poor thing. But she just literally, how do you tell a cat to stop meowing? Can't do anything. No, no. And every time either you or I spoke... Set her off again. Yeah, or if I turned around to look at her, it was... Uh, and then... It was worse than a baby crying. Oh, because it get, it drills into your head. But then she was trying all different types of meows. Yeah. She was going through the, the cat. She was doing a low... Oh, oh, <laughs> like a low one. So then um, we get up to London and the M25 jammed, so it sent us another way. And it sent us through, right, I don't know places, but I think it sent us through Kingston-upon-Thames and Richmond, that kind of way. Yeah. And we got to see a lot of places that we've actually looked for houses in, virtually, online. Yeah. And I were like, 
pleasantly surprised. Oh, really? Uh, some of them. I mean, Richmond and round, is it Twickenham or whatever? There's a rugby play. Yeah. I thought a lot of that looked very pretty. Yeah, Richmond's a nice area. But it's... again, you go across a traffic light and it's suddenly the Bronx. Well, it's, as, as I said earlier, you literally can turn a corner in the streets of London and you feel like you're in somewhere totally different to where you just were. You know, it's... it's. Well, it's it... bizarre. I mean, we're staying in these little naval cottages here. Yeah. Right on edge of Thames, Greenwich yeah. Naval Cottages. And uh, they're beautiful. They look like little Scottish houses or something. I, I didn't know there were houses like this in London. And you walk... F- I mean, we are on the river, so you walk five minutes up the river and you're at the old Naval College and you're at the Greenwich Observatory and it is... I mean, it's one of the most beautiful views yeah. I have ever seen. Yeah, the Queen's House. It's It's so stunning. And you walk... A little bit further, you're in Greenwich itself. There's Greenwich Market. It feels like a hip, really hip little bit of London. It's really cool. Full of vegan stools. Yeah, love it. Vegan stools. Stools. Poos. Vegan st- vegan stools. Stalls. Stalls, not stalls. <laughs> vegan stools. Vegan stools. Anyway, then you turn around and you walk towards the O2, which is only round corner. Yeah. And again, it gets a bit darker. Yeah, it's but that but this is the thing. How do you do house hunting in a place where you literally don't know the areas? And on on the pictures, the house looks beautiful, yeah. and you think, right, I'm going to go and have a look at it. And then it's like, it's you think, no way would I live in this area. No, no. But how do you know? This is the thing. I think unless you've grown up here, and I was saying this to the kids is. If we were looking for houses in Sheffield, and I've not been in Sheffield for nearly 20 years, but if we were looking for houses in Sheffield, I could just say to you, no. doesn't matter how nice the house is. I could say no to that place, yes to that place, no to that place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. But the thing is, with London, a lot of places have... Gone up and down. Well, yeah, and then a lot of places that were once not so nice areas are now up-and-coming areas, aren't they? So yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So, we got here with a, it, when the when we first got into London, I'd, I'd say it was around what the Hyde Park area because we drove straight through the centre. Oh, we had to take Betsy to Harley Street for a physio for school, for yeah. a new school. And as we got to around that Hyde Park area, is it Kensington Palace? We drove past something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it was suddenly full of people. And it's like people walking little dogs, people carrying little dogs. Felt like proper London. Yeah, all sorts of different people. And, and vi- th- so vibrant. And I think in that moment, you and I both felt a lick because we've not been excited, we felt a little bit of excitement. Yeah. Didn't last. No, it didn't. No. But we just both had that little thing of, I think we could do this. Yeah. Just for, again, definitely didn't <laughs> yeah. last. For you. No, no. I've, I've, again, I think we'll talk about it more on the next podcast, but I have felt, and I'm sure you have, a, a real mix of emotions over the last few days. Well, I've said this because I think I said it to you. I don't regret leaving Dubai because I've wanted to leave for a long time. This is no disrespect. I loved my job, but I didn't, you know, there wasn't enough going on in Dubai that, Oh, this is going to say... Because I know there's people who love Dubai. There's not enough things going on in the scenes that I like. 
Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. No, I... I think you agree with that. No, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. But there are a lot of things I I do miss, and I'm surprised really? how much I miss. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What are you missing? You want me to tell you now? Like... <laughs> You're not going to start crying, are you? No, no. <laughs> no, I think at the minute it's just the the what I know. You know, it's like... Oh. I miss, I miss yes. I obviously miss the nice weather and not having to think about oh is it going to rain today is it going to be windy today is it going to be cold is it going to be sunny is it gonna be... you know I, I like that I can just put my flip flops on and a t-shirt and I know what I'm doing yeah I like that I like the the safety that you feel that you know and whilst I know that Dubai isn't a hundred percent safe and a lot of things get you know left unsaid and things like that yeah but i do like that for the most part you can probably leave your front door unlocked and you know that for that so there's that side of it i think just the home and it, it was our home so I, I am missing that um i don't know it's hard to put into words what it is i'm like i'm actually missing see i think what you're saying there is because you will feel like that here. You will get to a time... Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're sat in car. Next plane, we did go down to the river to record the podcast. There were too many people around. We, we've been sat on a pub table. We couldn't express ourselves, I don't think. So we've come and sat in the higher car. So you yeah. might hear some cars going past. Um, no, but you know, it's going to take a few months, I think, until you've got to know the neighbourhood that we live in and you've got to know that some people... And we're into taking Betsy to school and Honey's at uni and we're into proper life. Mm. I think... Well, and, and I'm missing my big car. Oh, that sounds really like... I'm missing my big car and knowing where I'm driving to or... Because I'm not driving here at the minute. I'm not driving. The roads are... Like, we don't know where we're going. And... Yeah, I'm just missing the, the what I know. You know, and I am actually missing doing our quiz nights. I'm missing. Oh God, yeah, there's things like that I'm missing. But what? But my point is, the things that you talked about missing at the first there. If we'd have been flying into London into a house that was the same as what we had in Dubai, mm. and everything was on, and we had jobs, and we were doing quizzes and stuff, if we'd have come here and been doing that straight away, yeah, by now you'd have been fine. Probably, probably. Because? And, and like... Because we don't have any of that stuff yet. No, and a lot of people have said you have to give it a year anyway. Yeah, and it uh, is... But I am surprised how much I'm missing. I didn't think I would because I didn't... But as, you know, if you've listened to the previous podcast, I didn't feel massive, massive emotions when we left. No, me neither. Me neither. So I'm surprised that I'm now at that point of... Ah, uh, like, but I don't, I'm not regretting it. I'm not regretting it. No, I'm just more terrified. Sorry. That's the, your foot on the chair. I'm just going to crack a window a bit, not because you've, that wasn't a fart you <laughs> I'm just cracking a window because it's really hot in here. Oh no, the bloody thing, I can't. Oh, I don't want to turn the key again. Um, no, I won't. Anyway, um, what's freaking me out is the bloody cost of everything. Now, I don't think... We didn't come here like country bumpkins, not knowing that London were going to be expensive. Yeah. Right? But you cannot leave the house in London 
without spending minimum without going anywhere you can't leave the house without spending 50 quid yeah and pub prices like now, we... don't message me if you live in london and contradict what i'm saying there is because there's four of us yeah so if we want to go anywhere well today we took buses and tubes and we, we took, took a picnic. picnic yeah so we bought one drink each at a pub that's it did we buy one drink each I might have had two. Yes! <laughs> but the girls had lemonade, so, you know. Yeah. But, you know... And an ice cream in the park. Oh, yes. Right? For the girls. I didn't have... A, I bloody love ice cream. And I didn't have one because for... What do you used to call them? Like screwballs or something? Yeah. If, if you remember screwballs, it's an ice cream in a little plastic cup. Yeah. 25p. With, 25p. With swirlers monkey blood or... A, Strawberry sauce. Something like that. With the bubble gum on the bottom, yeah. Right. 25p. Yeah. £4.50 each. £4.50 £4. each. Yeah. Anyway. And I had one cheap gin, not even an expensive gin, cheap gin and lemonade. Tenner. £10. <laughs> £10. So, oh, the best of it is we went to the park and everyone's really hot because we walked 10 kilometres today. And we're calling this cafe and... You buy, I'm tr I've not had an ice cream because I'm trying to save money. You buy it, what them? It's like a two litre bottle of water, them big bottles. Yeah. You buy a two litre bottle of water, and I said to the woman, Have you got any glasses that we can just have a quick drink of it out of? Yeah, they're on the end. The, f the fucking th free water is on the yeah. end. <laughs> so I've just bought a three quid bottle of water for nothing. Yeah. I was devastated. So, yeah, so, everywhere you go, I mean, if you're going for an evening meal, and I'm not talking about a slap up we have gone for meals that's just been a burger and chips or veggie burger and chips whatever and something little for betsy you know a bowl mm. of pasta or something like that and one drink 100 quid everywhere and i'm talking about pubs everywhere yeah yeah it, it i don't know it's quite shocking how much and like i said even the travel today i think i worked out for the four of us, just by bus and tube, cost £35 just for the travel in one day. So that's that's more than petrol. So we've gone out today and spent over 50 quid with, without going to anywhere that costs money. No, we went to all three places. Madness. Yeah. So if you do things that do cost money... Yeah. yeah. Mental. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? What else you got on your sheet? Well, what else have we done? We watched, so Saturday, we watched the football. We watched the quarterfinals um, at a little pub. Then... So we've watched all the oh, two opening England matches, did we watch, in Dubai. Yeah. This is the Lionesses, the World Cup. Then we watched two down at your parents, I think. Yeah. And then the other day, we watched one. The quarterfinals at the... What's it called? It's called the Yacht. The Yacht. If, now, if you're following me on Instagram, at Catboy Radio, you can see... I'm just doing a photo dump every day. I'm just Every photo I take, I just put on there. So you'll see these places that we've been. Yeah. So you'll see a pub called the Trafalgar, which is a riverside pub, which yeah. is next door to the yacht. The Trafalgar is where we got reamed for a burger and chips. Yeah. And it was, I swear to God, it was a frozen burger. It wasn't the greatest, and it was 20 quid each. And the yacht next door... We watch the football in much more pleasant. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the Trafalgar as a pub. They're just, they're just rinsing you. 
But uh, the yacht where we're thinking about doing the quiz Thursday, we watched the footy. There's a couple of football fans in there, some women yeah. in football shirts. Yep. Which is nice to see, I think. That was good. It was good. And then that night, we went to into London because the girls went to see Heather's. Into the West End. Yes. Well, the girls went to... I didn't, did you know about this theatre? No, I didn't actually. They went to see Heather's at a place called the Other Palace Theatre, which is right next to Buckingham Palace, the corner of Buckingham Palace. I, yeah, I had no idea about this theatre. So, um, Betsy Pearl dressed up... If you, Again, if you see me photos, she dressed up as one of the Heather's. Yeah. And she... Did her hair. She was all chuffed and everything. She was getting looks on the tube. She got bright red lipstick on. And again, in a cost-saving exercise, we didn't go to the theatre. Yeah. We dropped the girls at the theatre. And people that know us know that we love musicals. Yeah, I want to go. But uh, dropped them there and we went down Soho. We went for a date night, didn't we? Went for a date night. And, uh, yeah, we went down Soho. We went to a little place called, what's it called? The Violet. Violet. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Violet was apparently the queen of Soho. She's an old Turkish lady. Right. I don't know if she's still alive because the website says she sits in there and she'll regale you with stories. Oh, wow. There's a picture of her smoking a fag on the wall. Yep. Look, she looks like a proper nana. Well, we are just looking for a bar, weren't we, that we could sit outside. And most bars. This is a thing I've never really seen. I don't know if this happens all over Britain now. But in London, they do this thing where they put a little uh, velvet cord around the pub. Yeah. And it looks like a cube, but it's not. It's just people drinking. But they are squashed up to bloody wall. Yeah. And I'm looking thinking, well, that does not look like a fun environment <laughs> to me. Now, so we went, uh, I can't remember what the name of the street was now. But we had, uh, went to Violet's and we had, well, you describe what we had. Well, the Turkish pizzas, but yeah. the way I described them was they looked like fannies. They, they sort yeah. of, you said they were fanny pizzas. They were fanny pizzas. Yeah. Some... I, now, as a vegetarian, can I eat a fanny pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you? <laughs> well, there's one bit I couldn't find. It must have fell off my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a massive fanny pizza, wasn't was it? it? A was massive it? fanny pizza. <laughs> I normally prefer them. <laughs> Stop. As a starter. No. Um, I mean, that... If you've seen, they're called peds. P-I-D-E? Pidi? <laughs> right? Anyway, they're a bit of a con, really, because they fold the sides in yeah. and give it a fanny shape. Yeah. 
I think everyone knows what we're talking about here. If you're American and you're listening, I know you guys call the bottom the fanny. We're talking about the clunge, the front. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a uh, feminist now. I've seen Barbie. <laughs> no, anyway, we had them. Yeah. And we sat and watched the passing trade. And there was a lot going on. It was very, and I gave you the viewing very gentlemen. Seat. Because, you know, I'd, I don't like to sit with me back to fire. Yeah. But I thought, day and night. I'll let her have the view. I didn't mind. I don't mind not having. I it. had you to look at. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I took a photo. There's a picture of you sitting there on my Instagram. You look beautiful. Oh, really? Yeah. So we did that, and then we had a little walk around. We uh, went into some of the shops went in some Soho. Shop. Went down Old Compton Street, which is a sight for sore eyes. You know, because they don't have an Old Compton Street in Dubai, <laughs> do they? No, they don't. And uh, well, we were browsing a shelf in one shop. And can I do a Cockney accent? Can you, you, you already sound a bit Cockney. Can you do it? Oh, I don't know. Now you've put my spot. All right, look, no. No, that's country. She went, oh, no, hold on. Oh, mate. Oh, mate, I'm in London. Apples and pears. I'm in London. I'm in there. <laughs> Excuse me, love. It's just me and my big dildo. <laughs> Didn't she say that? Excuse me, can I place my dildo down can here? Can I put my dildo down here? <laughs> and in her hand, she'd got a... Big rubber cock. Yep. A big one. Uh, I was just like, oh, yep, sorry. Don't mind me. Yep. Like, you know, I mean, I give up my bus seat for people, so I'm more than happy <laughs> to to, excuse, to move out way while somebody puts down a massive rubber schlong. Yep. But she just said it like so uh, matter of factly, like she yeah. didn't care. She just. Uh... And we both agreed. <laughs> like that. <laughs> anyway, you nicked it. No. I did not. So we went into, is it, what's it called? We went Brewdog, which is a little bar that we like. Yeah. It's weird, Brewdog, isn't it? Because it's it looks it's a like, hipster brand. But it looks like it should be like, um, like a Weatherspoons type pub. No, I don't think that. Do you not? No, I think it's they've tried to be like a New York, uh, Greenwich Village in New York, not London. Like a, a Soho or a, a Camden or a, I don't know, like a trendy hipster bar, right? Where it, where all the lads have got lumberjack shirts and um, beanie hats on mm. and all the girls have got like, you know, like tattoos and everything. Anyway, I think that's what they're going for. Right. And they sell these, uh, what do you call them, microbrewery beers or whatever it yeah. is. You know, nothing wrong with that. I like the bar. But the clientele is really weird because there's a lot of old people in there. And I don't mean old like me. There's like, they look like nanans and grandads. There's yeah. a right mix. Yeah. So we sat in there for a couple of drinks and I had a drink. What but did, what did I don't, have? as you know, I do not drink alcohol. You do not. I'm teetotal. But I have to sit and watch you drink, so I have to have something myself. I had a drink called... Trip. Trip. Which is a CBD drink, right? Yes. Central Business District. <laughs> what does it stand for? Uh, I don't know what it stands it, for. Well, the first word is a bit like cannabis. Is it? Yeah. A bit like cannabis. Anyway, I just had a can of... Well, it, the can said cold brew coffee. So I'm thinking, well, it's going to be a bit like an espresso martini, but no booze. Well, it, it said on the can... No jitters. Now, when I have an espresso martini, I get the jitters. So I'm thinking, well, it's a decaf espresso martini. Yeah. Bish bosh, that'll do me. Yeah. 
So I drink this can, we sit there, and I need to relieve myself. This is not, not while I'm sitting there, obviously. <laughs> uh, but I need to relieve myself. And the toilets are downstairs, right? Well, I'd finished this can and I got up. We'd been sat there 20 minutes or so. I got up to go downstairs and I'm like, I feel a bit stoned. Like, genuinely, I'm walking downstairs, wobbling about, not in a, any, I wasn't like having a whitey or anything like that, but I could definitely feel it. I don't even know what's in this drink, so I'm not, it might be psychosomatic. It might be, but I have read, like, the reviews of people saying that it, it doesn't make you high or anything like that. It's not that kind of drink, but it, it, um, it does apparently really calm you and really relaxes you. Well, it did. And I think, well, you seem, I have to say, you were, when we first got to the Turkish restaurant before Fanny Pizzas, you were a bit tense and stressed. And I like you know two things that unwind me though, <laughs> Fanny and pizzas. <laughs> I mean, when a guy says he can bring both on one plate, <laughs> that's me. Yeah, like bloody surprise, surprise. Anyway, but then <laughs> I'm gonna have to call this episode London Fanny Pizzas. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so... We're going to get this place some right trade. Yeah, but the Turkish place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might not sound too appealing to some of you, <laughs> So anyway... But then... I've got to tell you, I but, did feel... But then you suddenly were happy. Genuinely, your mood changed. And I was like, right. And I was looking on Amazon. I am getting I swear crates to God, of this. This is not an exaggeration. From that night, what was that, Saturday? Yeah. Till today, Tuesday... Everywhere we've been, you've been going into supermarkets. <laughs> Am I that bad a person that you're thinking? <laughs> no, but you're like. I mean, I'm I'm stressed out, but you're when it's when we're both like it, and I have I have my glass of gin and I calm. You don't you don't get that with your zero Heineken no, or whatever. No, I don't. I don't. It don't unwind me. But haven't you have seen you like suddenly just get chilled? I was like, right. But you know, I. Back in the day, back in my younger days, I may have I may have strayed down a few alleyways, right? And you have said, and I've not had any intention of this, but you've said that's not going to be happening when you go back to England, right? Yeah. And now you've seen me have a tiny little can, as big as a Red Bull. You've seen me have one can of, what's it called? Trip. Yeah. Trip CBD. Yeah. You've had, I've had one can. You're literally growing bushes in the, no, in the no, cellar. no. <laughs> I gotta get this guy high. Now I understand why he's better off when he's high. He's such a nice guy. Just, just relaxed. That's no, all. I'll tell you. You have to check if you can drive on it. I mean, it's not that I'm gonna. No, be you can. You can. It's not that. That's what I'm saying. It's not that kind of. Doesn't well, do anything. We'll see. <laughs> see where I've had fifteen pints. So yeah, and we we picked the girls up from the theatre. Oh my God, Betsy was. Beside herself. I mean, she was nearly in tears happy, weren't she? She had the best time. Then that she got to meet the... Well, as we arrived, all the cast walked out, so she got a picture with all cast. Yeah. She did not shut up about it the whole way back. And that was our first witnessing of the busy tube. Yeah. Because we're coming back at like 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And the tubes were packed. And... It gets hot on them bloody subway tubes, doesn't it? Yeah. Listen to me on them bloody subway tubes. What is it called? Is it just called the underground? Well, subway tube, underground. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but I said them all at once. Yeah. And it was 
as and again if you live in london you'll understand this it's 45 minutes to get anywhere you've got to go so it's 45 minutes on a hot tube train yeah when you get off you know the squeegee i think we talked about the squeegee on the shower you know like uh the generation above us do love to squeegee a shower door yeah i was daydreaming on that hot train of inventing a skin squeegee because when you get off a train you can literally run your finger across your forehead and it's like your head's full of grease. The dirt. Ooh. Yes. No, it's yes, uh... it's... Uh... But Betsy well, Cole talked the whole way it's home. It's okay, though, because we have got some lovely shower gel. Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> so, we've got a Tesco Extra. Is that what it's called? Express? Yeah. Just at the top of the road here. From the little cottage that we're in. Yeah. First place we went when we moved in, me and you walked up there, buy a few essentials, uh, you know, so mostly chocolate, booze for you. <laughs> and uh, I clock the shower gel in Tesco's and it's a shower gel. It was like seeing an old friend. <laughs> it was original source mint and shower gel. Mint and tea tree. Is it tea tree as well? Yeah. I thought it was tea tree. Now... I remember that coming out, and it was a revelation. Yeah. It was... it, I liken it to when Alka Pops came out, when Two Dogs came out. Yeah. They had... 2020, Mad Dog. Yeah. They had different flavours, didn't they? And people were going... Were they an out. orange one? It was a raspberry. I think right, it still I is. I remember having a... Anyway, I saw it, and I thought, yes, let's get that in. Yeah. And um, I'd forgot what it's like. It's like you shower... And your body feels like it's covered in ice or something. It's really weird. It smells great. Well, it made my bits tingle, let me tell you. The fanny pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it deep fried the fanny pizza. <laughs> well, I've, I must have told this before that my mum said that. Have I said this on podcast before? No, you didn't. Di- and you didn't tell me at the well, time. No, because I didn't. Because when you said it, I thought I'll save that for podcast. When that stuff came out, I bought a bottle. And took it back to my mum's, mum and dad's. And the next time I spoke to my mum, she went, it's so funny because she said exactly what you said. And my mum has never, ever, I ever... I cannot it, imagine your mum saying that. She this. has never talked about her genitals, ever, thank God, in yeah. my entire life. She's just not that kind. I mean, if you know me, you will find it hard to believe that that woman is my mother because she doesn't, you yeah. know... She's not prude. But no, yeah. She, you know, she's. But I can't imagine her saying this. She used that shower gel, and she said to me, "It burnt me fanny." Did she use the fat? Yeah, fanny word. She said exactly what I've just said to you. It burnt me fanny. Your what mom, did you say your... when you came down? Said what did you say to me? You said exactly the same words. You know, people say you end up marrying <laughs> your mother. You said the same words. Did I actually? You came downstairs and you went, "That shower gel burnt me fanny." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm sat there thinking, I can't tell her. I can't tell her. Because also it does sound a bit weird me saying to you, hey, my mum said that to me. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't imagine saying that to Leo. Well, don't. No, I mean it, though. Like, I can't believe your mum said that. Yeah, but I don't think that's my mum. I think it's the shower gel. Because <laughs> it is a shower. And she had a can of trip just, as well, just before she went in as well. <laughs> I probably did back then. So, yeah. That's exciting. Um, we've got a spiral staircase in this cottage that we're staying in. Oh. And let me tell you, I remember when I was first moving out, 
when I was a kid, thinking I want a spot. I don't know if they were really the rage back then, but I was thinking a sparrow. They were in films, you know. They look sexy. They look sexy. And like a lot of things that you think are going to be sexy. Yeah. Like sharing a bath together. Yeah. Showering together. You know, all these things. They're not sexy. No. No. This spiral staircase in this little cottage. First of all, we're staying in a cottage that's like a shoebox. I love it, but it's like a shoebox. You have got to be a waif to get up that spiral staircase. Yeah. I have to walk up that spiral staircase sideways like a crab. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so that's all very exciting anyway. Anything else? We've got lots more, but I don't know if you want me to save some of the bits for... for well, let me see what we've got. Let's see what we've got here. Where are we up to? Well, we've got... Oh, do you know, I think, because I did say it at the beginning, I want to talk about your cousin... Rianne. Yeah. And uh, happy birthday, Rianne. Yeah, happy birthday. Um, she mentioned that we were in the park uh, at Leap and she said, We've got to get you into Snuggies. Is it called Snuggies or Snuggles? Snoodies, Snuddy. No, no, it's something like Snuggles or Snuggies. Anyway, she said it and I thought she meant, remember years ago we bought Honey that blanket? Yeah. It's got a hood in it. Yeah. But it's like a foot, it's like the length of a bed. Yeah. So it's like you're wearing a poncho that that's 10 sizes too big. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can remember thinking they were quite a good idea, you know, but a bit chavvy. Anyway, then the other day we went into Primark and we saw them. They've got them everywhere. They, so basically, well, then maybe I'm preaching to the converted by saying it, but I've never seen them in Dubai. No. And well, you don't need them in Dubai. Well, you do with the aircon. I oh, think you do. Oh, yeah, true, actually. I'm, I... I'm colder in Dubai than I am here. I'm yeah. steaming here every night. Anyway, they are hoodies, but they're oversized. Yeah. And they're made out of, like, fluff. But they're fleecy on the inside. Toweling. And, and then, like... Yeah. Yeah. And they're massive. They've still got the big pocket in front, and they come down to about your knees. They're and, massive. But they've got arms in. Yeah. And they are... I mean, I'm not saying I can't wait till winter, but I can't wait to be wearing one of them in winter. Yeah. Because it's going to be amazing. Well, yeah. Mine's got bacon and it. What's he got on it, mine? Bacon and eggs. Yeah. Vegetarian. I'm vegetarian and I don't eat eggs. So mine's got bacon and eggs on. Mine's got chilies. Yours has got chilies on. Because I'm hot. Because you're hot. Betsy Pearl and Honey have got ones with little clouds on, which are lovely little fluffy clouds. So, yeah, that's exciting. We got them. Well, also, her husband, Luke, by the way, who's a new podcast listener of ours. Well, we mentioned, did we, I think we did mention this on the last one. No, we? no, we've not mentioned it. So, he's, her husband is now listening to the podcast and he right. also mentioned, he also recommended these. What I love about this is he's going to be saying <laughs> to your cousin, Fanny Pizza. Shall we have Fanny Pizza for tea? <laughs> She's not going to have a clue what he's on about. Well, talking of food, now he's got an allergy that I didn't even know existed, right? Go on. He's got a potato allergy. Oh, God. She, right, I was only half listening to this, no offence, because I don't think I was initially part of the conversation. So, And I don't want to... Look, because it's not fair for us to talk about their entire family... But it seems every one of them 
has got a different... You know that old saying, Jack Spratt could eat no fat and his wife could eat no lean? Yeah, but, I mean, we've we've got that in our family too, but, yeah, their little girl has got loads of allergies, which is must be really tough. But, yeah. But Luke's got this really odd allergy of potatoes. So he cannot, apparently, eat potatoes in any form. He's got an allergy to potatoes. What? That, surely that has to be the worst allergy to have. Because yeah. that means that's no chips, no crisps, like no jacket potatoes. So she said that he can eat sweet potato, but it's not the same, is it? Sweet potatoes, not potatoes. It's a fucking carrot in disguise. <laughs> it's a fat carrot. This Right, you know I don't like many people. Yeah. And we played crazy golf the other day and me and Luke got on. I've met him before, Yeah. But, you know, many years ago. But I thought we got on all right. Yeah. And obviously I like your cousin. And it's like, oh, well, we might be seeing a bit of these guys. Yeah. And I don't open up like that to many people. Mm-hmm. And then to be told, he can't be near potatoes. And I'm like, well, that's the end of that friendship. Because <laughs> how, how can I, how can I, me, be friends with How can you share a bowl of chips with him? I don't want to share a bowl of chips with him. <laughs> how can I share a bowl of chips with anybody? But, you know, what meal is there? Fanny pizza we can eat. Can he, though? Um, so that is a weird one. I've never heard that before in my life, P- uh, potato allergy. No, apparently it's quite rare. I think uh, Rianne was saying something like one in eight... Uh, sorry, not one in eight. Only There's only about eight people in the UK that have this allergy. So it is a rare allergy. Round them up, put them on an island, shoot them. <laughs> no, because I've got to be careful what I say here because... I did once said to somebody, I had a conversation with a girl at work about peanut allergies. And I was like, are they real though? Because nobody had them when I were a kid. You know, like that thing about that, I think it was before 1900, nobody had ever had a heart attack, uh, which is true. And there was a thing, you know, like, so. Yeah, no recorded heart attacks. Uh, I suppose, right, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know anybody as a kid. And we had peanuts, by the way. I did. I went, I went to school with you. Did you? Yeah. But you're younger than me. Not by a lot. But I said it to somebody and they had somebody in their family who was really bad with it. Yeah. And she went mad at me and I'm like, I just, well, I didn't believe it. No, it's, a, 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 well, it's like anything, isn't it? People know about these things a lot more now. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it does feel like there's a lot more people with it, but I think that's just because we're more aware. But yeah, it's, there's some terrible ones to have, but... There are, but don't start coming at me with your lactose intolerant and your wee allergies. Come on. Oh, I've, I oh. do get bloated when I eat bread. That's not a fucking Excuse allergy. Me? Excuse me? What? Only today, what were we saying? About what? About... Well, I've started feeling sick a lot when I eat bread, but I am not stopping eating bread. No. <laughs> I'd rather... But that's the thing. That's the thing. People with uh, that gl- need to have gluten-free and lactose-free, they're like, no, I'm still having dairy, I'm still having bread. I'll put up with it. I'll have gut ache. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Shall we leave it there? Yeah, we'll talk about the rest on the next right. one. Right. Now, but we d- I do want to say, we've been on the house hunt, and it's been... Fucking terrifying. I have been feeling... Look, we sound like we're having fun here. This is one of the first times, by the way, we've talked to each other because we've had the kids with us the entire time. That's why we sat in the car. But 
I have not, I've barely slept a wink since the last podcast. Yeah. And I know you've been the same. I, I, I can't tell you. Yesterday, I was holding back crying so much. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if you, I think you, well, at one point I did break and I was trying not to do it in front of the kids, but I just, yeah. I am so freaked out. Like I know what I was saying before and I was just saying to you about enjoying the bits you can enjoy. We're at a stage now where it has really started freaking me out. And again, I don't want this to be falling into the he wishes he hadn't left a bike category because I'm so glad to be back here. But this, the stuff that we're going through now in trying to find a house and trying to get settled and stuff like that and just what the market's like and everything. And neither of us have got jobs. It is every waking minute I have... I'm thinking about it. I have to put a podcast on. And so yeah. we've got a lot to talk to you about with regards to that. We'll do our houses special. And I guess yeah. we could probably do that in the next few days. Well, this but, one we've kept lighthearted. And there's, you know, this has just been about the fun bits of yeah. coming into London. But, but it's been very dark. It has. It's it been has. very dark. That will be discussed in episode 166 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. We're now getting steamy windows. Aren't we in the car? Yeah, I'm getting warm. I'm boiling. Anyway, and that's you getting warm, who's just come out for a walk in a ski jacket. I've got a T-shirt <laughs> and shorts on. It's summer. It's a beautiful summer's evening, and you've got a bloody ski jacket on. Um, yeah, we'll do that in the next one then. Uh, thanks for listening. Get in touch with us if you want via the doodars. It's in the description of the podcast. Oh! What? And we'll talk about what we thought about Barbie. Because we've seen Barbie. I finally wore her down. We've seen uh, Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time, everybody. Bye. The end. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.